and here's your change. Have a nice day. You don't need to say, have a nice day, Liv. This is central London, not America. I'm just trying to be polite. Oh, really? Doesn't come naturally, does it? Sanjit, if I wanted cheek, I could hang around the doctor all day. Hey, watch yourself. This one looks like trouble. Oh, yeah, she does, doesn't she? Well, now, this place really must be desperate for staff. Ha-ha. You do realise there's another convenience store much closer to the house that is literally more convenient. Could always shop there. What, when coming here is this much fun? No, thank you. Also, they don't have a post office counter at the other shop. We do. Yeah. And are you coming to use the post office? Nope. Exactly. You're not helping, Sanjit. Well, in that case, I'll let you handle this difficult customer on your own. I've got to restock the freezer cabinet anyway. What can I get you? Oh, I'm not shopping. Just got a card to put in the window. Private history tuition. Hmm. Seemed like a sensible idea. I was giving Robin a few pointers and doing a reasonably good job. So I decided I could probably expand my clientele and earn a few extra pounds. Yeah, good thinking. Wish I could do something like that. Well, we're close to the university hospitals. Oh, I'm from too far in the future. The history you were taught is still roughly the same, but medicine? I wouldn't recognise most of the equipment, let alone the diseases. It'd be like a, a, a doctor from this time trying to educate a caveman. I suppose. Yeah. And speaking of doctors, have you seen him lately? Sometimes. He comes in at very odd hours these days. I'm not sure he even goes to the TARDIS anymore. I think he's given up on it. Tanya said she's seen him mooching around Regent's Park most of the time he said he was working. It must be hard for him. He's been a wanderer all his life, near enough. That's a pretty long life. Even then, I don't think I'd have imagined him spending his days loitering around the local park. You're getting on well with her, aren't you? What? Tanya? Yeah, yeah, she, she stops by from time to time. We chat. Right. Why? You're jealous? No, no, just curious, that's all. I'll put this card up. Dinner at the usual time, yes? Looking forward to it. There we go. Take care, Sanjit. Look after her. Oh, I'll do my best, Helen. Have a nice day. Huh? What? I can see it. I own the place. Hi there. How can I help you? Vegetable bolognese. Oh, thank you. It looks lovely. It's a bit standard. Not getting too adventurous yet. A little bit out of practice with the whole cooking thing. Why? Did you mainly do takeaways? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I'll get ours. I'm sure it'll be delightful regardless. Very kind of you both. Oh, least we could do. For getting me in with your cousin. Not a worry. I'm looking forward to having another friendly face around the place. And I'm looking forward to having you as a colleague. If our shifts ever match... Sakir, did I just hear you say Liv had a friendly face? Uh, watch it. All right. Salt and pepper, parmesan if you want it, and water. Hmm. I only have an unfriendly face when you come in. Mmm, charmed, I'm sure. The rest of the time, I'm having fun. Honest. <laughs> really? I got the impression you were a little overqualified. <laughs> Which is exactly why I like it. The lack of responsibility, the ease. It's a nice break from all the life and death stuff. Life and death? You mean, like, in the hospital? Huh? You were a doctor, weren't you? I've heard it can be very stressful. Did you read that book? Oh, it's hilarious. I've probably not read it, no. Anyway, Sanjit's lovely. He's helping me settle in. He got a good one there. Yes, we got lucky. Ah. Mm. Doctor, you're back. I heard voices. I'm sorry, I, I didn't know I was interrupting. No. No, no, come in, come in. There's plenty for everyone. Aisha and Zakia sorted me out with a job. We just... Wanted to say thank you. I should probably leave you to it then. Good to see you, ladies. Good night, Liv. Helen. I should go check up on him. Yes. You guys keep eating. I'll, I'll be back in a sec. 
Right, Doctor, wait up. Where are you going? Oh, I thought I might just take a turn around the park. Really? And is that not what you've been doing all day? What? No. Why would you think that? I've been repairing the TARDIS. You know I have. Tanya's seen you. Wandering about. Wandering about? Oh, I was probably on my lunch break. You don't take lunch breaks. Not where the TARDIS is concerned. Doctor, come on. What is it? You know you can talk to me. Nothing I'm doing is working, Liv. The TARDIS isn't responding at all. Well, we knew it'd be difficult. It's more than difficult. With the tools I have at my disposal, it's impossible. I really think I might not get her back. The TARDIS? That's ridiculous. Is it? I've put her through quite a lot over the years. Maybe I was taken over granted, getting reckless. She might actually have died for good this time. Don't say that. It's a possibility. I mean, I'm not giving up, totally. I'm hoping if I leave her alone for a while, there might just be a spark. And in the meantime, you're just going to wander around Regent's Park? That doesn't sound like a great idea. We are trapped here in this time, this place, because I had a great idea. Maybe I need to try a stupid one from time to time. Might be an improvement. An improvement would be stop your wallowing. Come back, join us. We're all friends now. We've made dinner. The Actars would love to see you. Well, maybe they would. If... Well, let's just see how we're doing. In time, all right? All right. Don't you go giving up, yeah? That's not the man I know. I won't. But as long as you and Helen don't give up on me. We couldn't do that if we tried. I'll see you soon. And that's your score. I see. So, why are they annoyed with the pigs, exactly? I wouldn't say there's much of a backstory to worry about, really. Don't worry. There are other apps. Uh, apps? Short for applications. Oh. You really don't... Uh, it doesn't matter. There are others available if that one doesn't appeal. No, don't, don't worry. I can give it a try. Couldn't get him to come back, but I think he... Oh, Tanya. Hello. Oh, hi, Liv. You're looking nice. Done something with your hair? No, it was just a bit windy out. You're looking great, though. Thanks. Guys, are you clearing up? You shouldn't be doing that. Don't be silly. The cooks never do the cleaning. That's the rule. I mean, I think the fact that you've got a dishwasher probably makes it easier for us to be sticklers on but that. But the principle's the important thing, don't you find? OK. I uh, put yours by the microwave. Thanks. I'm sure I'll figure out how to work it. Oh, Tanya stopped by with some of those clever phones. Uh, smartphones. Yeah, I did. Oh, I've never had a chance to look at a mobile properly before. They're amazing. Have you seen what they can do? They don't just make calls when you're moving. Look, this one tells you the time and it's got a camera. Those functions are actually pretty standard. And that's not all. She's loaded them up with everything. Games, TV programmes that aren't on TV and a place where I can see what all my friends are doing. If I add them. I've not put anyone on it yet, obviously, but I could if I wanted to. And if I knew who I could add. Anyway, it's amazing. I noticed you didn't have mobiles. It's a bit of a wonder in this day and age. I thought they might be useful. Make life a bit easier. Easier? Yeah, I, I could put my number in, for example, if you wanted to call me about anything. Uh, yeah, no, maybe not. Oh, well, I mean... Yeah, that's okay. It's not a problem. You don't have to. It was just, just, just a suggestion. No, no. I don't mean you. Not your number. I mean... Liv had a bad experience with a mobile phone a while back. Oh, uh, right. Uh, sorry to hear that. I mean, I'm not quite sure what that could be, but... It's fine. It just means I don't particularly want to have one. Not on me. Right. But it's a really lovely gesture, regardless. I do appreciate it. Well, thanks. Okay, then. All loaded up. Took a while to find the tablets, though. Oh, thanks for that. No, thank you for having us over. It was much appreciated. I'm sorry I didn't get around to making dessert. I'm still getting used to doing this again. No, no, it's fine. We need to be leaving anyway. I've got an early shift. Likewise. But let's do it again sometime. 
At our place. That would be lovely. You can bring Tanya too, if you'd like. Me? Uh, 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 thanks. Yeah. Well, night, anyway. Yes. Good night. Good night. I should probably get going too, actually. Uh, leave the pair of you to uh, whatever it is you do of an evening. Oh, no, you can stay. It's always lovely seeing you. Yeah, but... No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't want to impose. You've been hosting enough already as it is. You need some time to yourself. Soon, then. We're going to get quite booked up at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, then. Bye. What? Nothing. Just think it's cute, that's all. Don't know what you're talking about. All right, then, if you insist. So how was the doctor? Uh, not brilliant. He doesn't think he's making any progress on the TARDIS and it's getting to him. Sounds like he's on the verge of giving up. What? But he doesn't do that. Sometimes he does, from time to time. Well, yes, he does, and he's always wrong. He just needs something to kick him into gear. There are certainly places I'd be happy to kick him. Helpful as ever. So what do you suggest we do? I don't know. Something to take his mind off the TARDIS. Such as? Um, cooking? I certainly enjoyed making dinner. But those things there, they make fire, don't they? The gas rings? Well, I wouldn't put it in such a Neanderthal way, but yes, they do. Yeah, and are you sure you want to have the Doctor in charge of a naked flame? Yes, why not? What's the worst he could do? Burn the house down? He really could. But if he did, at least he'd find a clever way of dealing with the insurance company afterwards. Well, fine. Okay, go for it. If you really want to try, and I don't have to be here. You wouldn't. You could do it during your shift. Great. But you do have to eat the results afterwards. Less great. Sorry, Sanjit, Zakia. You're late. I know, I know. It's just I haven't needed to be punctual for a long time. It's hard getting back in the habit. All right. Well, you're not a freelancer anymore, so you'll need to work on that. Zakia, you can head off now. Oh, thank you. I am sorry, though. I know you are. It's a quiet night. Don't worry about it. I wasn't exactly a freelancer, really. What was it? Private medicine? Uh, Zakia said you were a doctor? Sort of. And then, after that, I was kind of a troubleshooter. I don't even know what that is. M me and my friends, we'd find a place where something had gone wrong and we'd fix it. Really? That's brilliant. Then you can repair the till. What? It's been broken all day. Didn't get the chance to look at it. You know, sometimes I don't know why I like you. It's my bubbly personality. I'll get this tool. Look, I don't know what you want me to do, but I can't. I need to go out. Doctor, you and I both know that isn't true. Now, this is a kitchen. Have you ever used one before? Yes, of course I have, from time to time. Then I don't need to tell you what everything is. Helen, what exactly are you expecting me to do in here? In a kitchen? I was assuming you could work that out for yourself. Cook? You want me to cook? Liv and I felt you could do with a hobby. I have a hobby. I've got plenty of hobbies. Name one. Um... Saving planets. Defeating injustice. I was thinking more like stamp collecting. Those aren't things you can do here and now. Not while the TARDIS isn't work. Yes, the TARDIS. I've got to go and fix the TARDIS. And we both know you haven't been doing that either. Doctor, you do trust me, don't you? You know the answer to that. Then trust me now. I'm trying to help. I don't want you getting gloomy. I've lost my oldest friend. Possibly forever. That's a pretty good reason to get gloomy. Not if getting gloomy is the reason you lose her. I know you, Doctor. When you're fired up, that's when you find the solution. When you make things work. You think so? I've seen it with my own eyes. Well, it'd be hard seeing it with anybody else's. There. That's it. That's the Time Lord I know. The old sense of humour coming out. Come on, it's worth a try, isn't it? What have you got to lose? Well, all right. Just once. Just tonight. There we go. Let's hope I don't regret it. Right, what am I cooking? Well, uh, let's see now. Is that a mobile phone? Yes, 
Did you know you can have recipes on them? Uh, yes, I did. Ratatouille. That's straightforward. Bit of a classic. I'm sure we've most of the ingredients somewhere. Uh, tin of tomatoes, onion, garlic, maybe even some chilli powder if we're feeling adventurous. Right. I think it's just courgettes and fresh herbs we're missing, really. I'll nip to the shop. Uh, lives one or the nearest one? I think you know the answer to that. You get to work, chopping. I'll be back shortly. Don't set fire to anything. Would I? Right. How hard can it be? There we are. Good as new. And so quickly. You're a wonder, Liv. How did I ever survive without you? Yeah, lots of people say that. Hmm. I'm off now. Good night, Zakia. Send my love to my lot, if you see them. I will. Good night. Kitchen towels are looking low. Shall I restock? Go ahead. I'll deal with this enormous rush on my own. <laughs> I'll be out back if you need me. Hmm. Hello, sir. How can Empty I... Empty the till. Now. Helen. Oh, hello, Zakia. You finished your shift? Yeah, you just missed me. I just need to get a couple of things. The doctor's cooking. Mm. Not the coins, just the notes. Please, don't shout. It's hard to concentrate. Get a move on. We're nearly out back there, too. What? Hang on, who are we? Keep back! Hey, Yaki, put that down! <laughs> Here's my tip. Small pieces, diced if you can. Should they be quite chunky? No, you don't get a good mix of flavours if... What's that? Liv? Liv! Out of the way! What on... Liv! Come on, come on, stay with me. He shot me. He actually shot me. Liv, are you... Oh, no. No, I'm fine. You don't look fine. And which one of us is, is a doctor? I'm, I'm fine. Did you see where he went? The man who ran out. He was heading for the park. Just go after him. I... Right. Sanjit, are you... Are you all right? I wouldn't say so. It hurts quite a bit. We need to call the... the uh... Liv? Liv, wake up! Well, yeah, yeah, I, uh... Call an ambulance! Yes, of course. You hold in there, Sanjit. You're just trying to make it impossible for me to fire you, aren't you? No, 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 no! Don't fall asleep on me! Don't! <laughs> Doctor, thank goodness. Oh, I took it bad. But uh, I think you might need to buy some more tomatoes and garlic and possibly a new cap. What, you, are you running? Yes, Doctor. Didn't they have everything you needed in the shop? You don't have to race to find another one. I can wait. Doctor, but... Liv's been shot. What? I think someone was trying to rob them. Is she all right? I don't know. She said she was fine, but that was a while back. I left. I'm trying to catch the man who did it. Wait, wait, wait. If he's off. I'm doing what I have to do. Go to live. Oh, yes, 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 of course. Zakia, what's going on? They got my cousin, too. He lost consciousness a few minutes ago. Liv. You're right. Hey, Doctor. Doctor, is that you? Yes. Try not to talk. Uh, I won't. I've been shot. I haven't been shot in ages. I've forgotten how much I don't like it. If you could keep back, sir. What are you doing? Where are you taking her? I've got the address of the hospital. Don't worry. But can't we ride with them? Apparently not. Come on, let's get a cab.
How is she? She's stable, apparently. And you? I'm fine. You were chasing an armed robber. I can't condone that. Well, I didn't catch him, if that helps. He just vanished into the park. I don't care if you caught him or not. He had a gun. You could have been hurt. Oh, come on, Doctor. We've been in far more dangerous situations than that. Which is exactly the point. It only takes one bullet. That robber was just as likely to fire it as anyone else. Look at Liv. An inch in another direction and that man might have achieved something even the Master and the Eleven couldn't manage. You're saying we've got complacent? I'm saying we're not immortal. I thought it was safe here, but we've lived our lives so dangerously for so long that we've forgotten death lurks everywhere. Driving a car, walking the street, working in a shop. I know, but... Life teaches us to take risks, Helen. Have you noticed that? Not just you and me, everyone. It encourages us. From the man overtaking on a blind corner to the man stopping a bomb at the last second. They take big risks because those risks have always worked out for them before. They don't even feel like they're dangerous anymore. But sooner or later, there'll be someone driving the other way or a tricky wire to cut or a man with a gun walking in. You think she'd try to stop him? I wouldn't put it past her, would you? No, I wouldn't. How was she? Zakia, sorry. Didn't hear you come in. She's, um, yeah, she's doing okay. She needs rest, apparently. Right. Any word on Sanjid? Yes. He's dead. What? I said, he's dead. They tried to resuscitate him, but he died of his wounds a few minutes ago. Oh, Zakia. I am so sorry. Don't, don't say anything. If we can help... I think you've done enough, don't you? I've got to go. I have to speak to the police now. Zakia, please. Don't. Just... she heard us about Liv trying to stop him. This doesn't happen. This is too close, too small. If I can't keep people safe here... You can't save everyone. I can try. And I can stop it happening again. Zakia said she was going to speak to the police. Yes. Imagine they'll want to hear from Liv too when she's awake. But that'll likely just be a constable or something. They won't be able to help. Help? With what? Helen, we are going to speak to the very top. All right, then. You're here about the Baker Street homicide. Yes, we are. That's you? Yes, I'm DCI Treadwell. I'm the SIO. I'm sorry, the what? There's an awful lot of acronyms there. Initialisms, Helen. I'd have expected you to know that. Not the time. SIO stands for Senior Investigating Officer. You're Helen Sinclair? Yes. Am I wanted for something? I'm no relation to the art thief, if you were wondering. Which art thief? Uh, Helen Sinclair. Never heard of her. No, I believe you were a witness. Do I have that right? Well, I wouldn't go that far. Helen saw the man leave the shop. She didn't see the actual shooting. I know, but you still might be able to provide us with his description, so we'll need to talk to you. I can try. I didn't see much. I only caught a glimpse. Will you be surprised how much we can learn from the smallest detail? Which is exactly where I come in. And who might you be, sir? I'm called the Doctor, but that's not important. I am the best chance you have of catching this man. Really? And why would that be? Because I'm a genius. Oh, dear. Okay, then. Are you a professional criminal investigator? Not exactly, but it's basically what I do. Basically. Right. Well, to be honest, sir, I think we're fine. I can help. Really, I can. I spot things other people miss. I have an amazing eye for detail. We people like that, too. It's sort of their job. I'm terrific at interpreting data. And we have analysts. I sniff out clues, uncover evidence. And what exactly do you think a policeman does? Yes, but it would be like a child's play for me. Oh, Doctor... You're saying that my job is child's play, that to you it's embarrassingly easy? I wouldn't say embarrassing, not really. I mean, you do your best, but it's hardly saving the universe now, is it? I'm very grateful for the officer. It's not often we get a genius volunteering their services, but I'm afraid we don't need your help. No, 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 but... Doctor, shh. You, miss, on the other hand, that description. Yes. If you could come with me... 
Not you. Look, look I can really... Doctor, let's just do as we're told, OK? Show me the way. Is it something I said? Helen, how was it? I did the best I could. I don't know if it was much help. Stupid, stupid. I would have been far more useful. Why didn't Treadwell listen to me? I've no idea. Look, Doctor... No, wait here. I'm going to try him again. No, stop. I, I think he went home. You won't be able to find him. He went home? Why are they wasting time like that? The robber's still out there. I'm sure they know what they're doing. I wish I was. He went home? Yes. And we should too. It's been a long night. We can't help any more for now. You might not be able to. Sorry? All right, we'll head home. Come on. Right. You're up early. Correction, I'm up late. I didn't go to bed. Mm, that sounds healthy. I've been too busy. Would you like a coffee? No, thank you. I don't need stimulants. Tea? Yeah, please. We should probably go and visit Liv today. See if she's awake yet. We don't have the time. I beg your pardon. What's so important that we don't see our injured friend? Isn't it obvious? Every minute we delay is another minute that robber's on the street. He could be killing someone right now. Doctor, I thought we'd agreed we'd let the police handle this. And we will, but if we happen to turn up in the same place at the same time, that's hardly my fault. Doctor, what have you done? I've accessed their computer network. Wherever they start looking, we will know, and we can meet up with them there. You've hacked their systems. I think that's very probably illegal. Well, who's going to mind? I don't know, maybe the police? I'm not sure if you've noticed, but they tend not to be keen on people breaking the law. They're hardly going to object when we help them catch the killer. They didn't want our help. Only because they don't know who I am. Well, they'll certainly know that when they investigate who's broken into their computers. Helen, don't worry. I'm too good to be traced. <sighs> I know what you're trying to do. You weren't there for Liv, and you're trying to make amends. Is that so wrong? Yes. You wanted me to do something, Helen. Well, look at me. I'm doing something. The wrong thing. You're trying to be what you were before, the writer of wrongs, the fighter for justice. You're trying to be the doctor. But, but I am the doctor. Who else am I supposed to be? But that doesn't work here. This is ordinary life. Who wants ordinary? Life on Gallifrey was ordinary. That's why I left. Look at this. This is the poster they put up on the street. Sanjit. You seem so happy. The photos they release after crimes are heartbreaking, aren't they? People never take pictures when they're sad. We always see them at a wedding or birthday party or just enjoying life, the life they've lost. This poster says, can you help? I can. What am I supposed to do, sit here? Sometimes that's the best help you can give. Well, I think we can do better than that. They are heading for the Holloway Road. We should too. Come along. Me? But I suppose I don't have much choice, do I? Tanya? I was wondering if you could do me a favour. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I, I didn't mean to startle you. No, 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 it's all right. I just... Uh, I didn't expect anyone to be here. Oh, not you. Helen and the doctor, maybe. Yeah, they couldn't be here. They sent me to keep an eye on you. Sorry if that's a disappointment. It's not. Don't worry. I see an awful lot of them. I feel so tired. Well, you've been asleep a long time. I know. What year is this? <laughs> not that long. It's still 2020. I was more meaning like a few hours. Right. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't say things like that to me. I get confused. Um... Okay, sorry. And you don't have to say sorry so often. It's basically fine. Sure. And what about you? Are you basically fine? Um, 
Well, there is still pain. Last time I was shot, I was able to just shrug it off. Last time? Do you get shot often? Depends. It's relative, isn't it? More than most people you've met. And less than a soldier, I don't know. About average, I guess. I see. But it, it, it wasn't just me. Sanjit. How's Sanjit? I'm sorry. No. Oh, no. No. This wasn't supposed to happen. Wasn't supposed to... This was our chance to be normal. Live life like ordinary people. No one dying. Don't we even get that? So you're used to getting shot and you're used to people dying? You're never used to it. I should call Helen. Let her know you're awake. Right. Can I ask a question? Sure. Are they a couple? What? <laughs> the doctor and Helen? Well, seen as they were going off together... Oh, God, no. She'd kill him. I see. So it's you and him? Definitely not. That's even worse. We'd kill each other. Is it you and Helen? Why do you ask? Uh, nothing, nothing. It's just... I can't quite figure out the domestic arrangements. Now I'll make that call. Well, if it isn't the genius and your non-art-thieving friend... DCI Treadwell, good to see you again. I wish I could say that was mutual. We're really very sorry. I'm so glad to have this opportunity to speak with you. I think we got off on the wrong foot last time. Oh, you think that? I suppose you did say you had good observational skills. We've a chance to put that behind us now. Now, tell me, how is the investigation going? Confidentially. Of course, we won't tell anyone, right, Helen? Doctor, I think you mean the amount of progress they've made is um, <clears throat> confidential. I don't follow. Sir, did you interfere with my officer's investigations earlier today? No, I wouldn't say interfere. Well, what would you say? Hamper? Impede? Forgive me if I don't get it exactly right, but I forgot to bring my thesaurus this morning. I was trying to help. They weren't being terribly cooperative. When they were trying to access a suspect's flat? Yeah, funny that. Sir, as I may have mentioned at our last meeting, we don't need your help. But I am... A genius, yes, you said. Actually, I was going to say brilliant, but yours works just as well. Sir, you might live on Baker Street, but that doesn't make you Sherlock Holmes. Leave this to the police. But he'll get away. He won't. Trust us to do our job. And why should I do that? You haven't caught him yet. If you don't want to be arrested, you will leave, and you will leave now. You but understand? I... Yes, what... yes, he does. Come along, Doctor. Why are you being so stubborn? I could solve this for you before lunchtime. Sir. Doctor, come on. Oh, stupid blood. It's like I'm back working the unit. Doctor, you need to calm down. Calm down? But he's still out there. Oh, wait, I think I've got a message. How do I make this look... Lives awake. What? Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, yes, isn't it? Oh, we should head over. Well, no, 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 we can't now. We can't. No, no, no. The first twenty-four hours are crucial. Apparently, it's where it's all done. If we want to catch this man, we can't waste valuable time going to hospital. Checking up on our best friend, our injured best friend, is wasting time. I'm being pragmatic. You can't seriously be suggesting we don't see her. I'm suggesting we avenge her. After what we were told in there. Get the police. I don't know why I even bothered with them. They were just getting in the way. We'll make so much more progress on our own. Come on, Helen. Are you with me? No. What? I'm not. What you're suggesting... It's mad, crazy, and, and not in a good way. I have to go and see my friend. I want to know she's all right. Well, then go. If it's so important to you. I don't want to go on my own. You'll have to. I want to be sure my other friend is all right too. I'm worried about him. He's fine. And he's doing his own thing. All right. If that's what you want. 
I'll see you back at the house. I'll send your love to live. As it happens, I'm pretty much ready to go. Really? Already? Staff are quite shocked. With all the stuff I've got in my body, I've recovered quicker than anyone they've ever seen before. I'm having to pretend I feel worse than I do just so they don't start studying me as a medical miracle. Yes, I wouldn't want you dissected any time soon. Very generous of you to say. I haven't seen the sisters. I, I thought they might stop by given, well, you know. I imagine they're busy. Dealing with it all, the funeral and so on. Yeah. I couldn't stop it, you know. I was out the back, I had no idea what was happening. I startled the guy uh, when I came back and then Sanjit was moving. I, I don't know whether he was trying to save me or stop the robbery or what. I'll never have an answer to that, I suppose. I tried to get the gun, but by then... It's all right. You get used to being invincible. You live a life that's so uh, heightened. You don't see these things coming on ordinary days. Uh, and I've only been living it for years. Imagine what the doctor must be feeling. He's been doing it for centuries. Yes. How is he? I thought he'd come by as well. He can't. He's... Busy. Yeah. He's never the biggest fan of consequences, is he? He's trying to help. In his own way, he's... trying to catch the killer. I see. Is that wise? Well, it's given him a purpose. A direction, something to do. That's not why I asked. Is it wise? No. No, I don't think it is. Or maybe I'm just being paranoid. Maybe it's exactly what he needs. Laces stop mooching around Regent's Park. Oh. What's that? A message? Yes. It's from him. Oh no. I should go. Why? What's up? He's mooching around Regent's Park. Doctor. Helen, keep back, keep back. You might scare him off. Scare who off? Is that outfit? What exactly are you doing? The robber ran in here, yeah? Yes. He went into the trees. I lost him in the dark. So, question. Where was he going? Answer? Obvious. The park is on his way home. Well, yes, maybe. That seems logical, but it won't help us find him. There are lots of routes through. There's no way of knowing which one he took. No, I never said there was, but it's his patch. If he committed one crime in the vicinity, there's every chance he'll have committed another. I don't know... That seems a little tenuous. When you say tenuous, I say inspired. I went online to see if there'd been any other crimes recorded round here lately. Now, I thought I struck gold straight away. Lots of people reporting a strange man loitering in the park at odd hours. Unfortunately, that turned out to be me. But I was much luckier with the second hit. Right. Do I want to hear this? There's been lots of muggings recently, all by a man who, broadly speaking, matches your description of the robber. He's preyed upon tourists... And he claims to be armed, though nobody's seen the gun. It could be the same man, I suppose, but he could just as easily not be. Well, do you have any better leads? I'm trying not to have any leads at all. I thought that if I dressed up to look rich and naive, I might prove myself an optimum target. <sighs> Hence the outfit. Do you like it? You're acting as a lure for a man with a gun. It's worked before. Doctor, you have to stop doing this. And what do you suggest I do instead? <gasps> hmm? I'm open to ideas. I have nothing, Helen, nothing. Trying to find this man, I'm finally feeling like myself again. I know. I can see that. So what is the problem? I don't want another friend of mine hurt. Helen, you know me better than that. I've dealt with far worse threats than an armed robber and I've survived. Which you told me was exactly the sort of thinking that put Liv in hospital in the first place. Please. Don't do this, I'm begging you. One night, just give me one night. Doctor! If I don't have this dealt with by this time tomorrow... I'll see you at home. But I can do this! I 
promise you, Helen. I am not going to watch someone I care about get hurt. <laughs> Helen, Helen. Give me your money. Get off me. Don't let me hurt you. I was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> Chili powder. I didn't come out here completely unprotected. I thought I'd need some way of subduing him. You all right? Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm more shocked than anything else. <laughs> Good. Now, let's be having you. I'm making a citizen's arrest. You brought handcuffs, too. Well, I do try to be prepared. Right. Didn't I say I could do this? Didn't I say 24 hours? I'm well ahead of my deadline. Now, you and I, sir... We're going to jail, directly to jail, and we will not pass go, and we will not collect two hundred pounds. Hello? Tanya. Hi, come in. Thanks. I brought grapes. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> it's something people seem to think you need to have when you're in hospital. Oh, that's great. I love grapes. Good. Fab. Just you again? Yeah, I think the doctor's out fighting... Crime or something. You make him sound like a superhero. Huh. Not far wrong, I suppose. Helen's keeping an eye on him. Or at least trying to. <laughs> right. Uh, look, seeing as it's just you... Yeah. There hasn't been much chance to ask us before, really. Um, ask what? I was wondering if... When you got out of here, if... Well... Do you fancy going for dinner sometime? Dinner? As in, like, uh, a, a date? Well, well yeah. Um, although it doesn't have to be. If you don't want it to be, it can be just as friends. No, no, no. A, a, a date's fine. Of course it is. It's... <laughs> it's been a while since I've had a date. Right. Good. Great. A... There is one thing I should say, though, just in case. No. I mean, I... I don't want to put you off, but... I, I, I kind of have to tell you. Right. I'm... Well, I'm... I'm trans. I, I'm... I'm transgender. Right. I, I just... I just thought you ought to know. Oh, is that it? That, that's all it is? Um, yeah. You, you don't m mind? Mind? But why would I mind? Some people do. That's their loss, then. Sure. It's not a problem. We can still go on a date. Good. Good, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Oh, I think I might have a grape now. Oh, yeah. Go right ahead. They're brilliant. <laughs> the Doctor and Miss Sinclair. We have to stop meeting like this. I mean, really. We have to stop meeting like this. Please, rest assured, I'm doing my utmost to make that happen. Then try harder. Well, seems a bit rude, doesn't it? I was expecting a little more gratitude. Gratitude? I've just sold your case for you. Where's the hearty congratulations, the firm handshake? I'd have expected party poppers at the very least. Oh, you mean that mugger you brought in? You think he's the killer? Well, I did, but now you've said that. Sir, he isn't. We've already caught the killer. We caught him three hours ago. I see. He's a known villain. He's done this sort of thing before. He was our primary suspect from the get-go when we found the gun in his house when we searched it. It's open and shut. Right. His prints are all over it and he's confessed. He did it. We got him. It's done. So I didn't catch the killer? Well deduced. The only thing you did was get in the way a bit. I mean, don't get me wrong, we're pleased you brought in this other guy. The mugger. That's somebody else off the streets. Oh, good. And it would probably be useful for Miss Sinclair here to make a formal identification. Of course. But I think we're done with you now, sir. I think you can go. 
Don't take this the wrong way, but I'd really prefer it if I didn't see you again. Ever. Doctor. Have you finished? Just now. Are you all right? Yeah. It was definitely him, you know. I looked at him in the lineup and it was obvious. I recognised him. They've got the right man. I know, I know they have. I think it might be about to rain. It feels like it. I've been promising it all week. I'm just sitting here waiting for the skies to break. You've been waiting a long time. Why do you keep coming here? Why do you like the park so much? I don't. It's not the park. Oh? What is it? It's the zoo. I keep coming back to look at the zoo. Oh. All those animals taken from their usual environment, put in a cage, put somewhere with the illusion of freedom. They live a life, yes, but it's not the life they should have had. The life they'd have lived if they were out in the wild. I think I see where this is going. They're trapped. Some are nice, some are pleasant, where they're fed all the time and looked after, but they're trapped, nonetheless. The bars of my cage are more figurative, but they're equally effective. Yes. Have you seen what they do, the animals? They fall into patterns, try to replicate their natural behaviour, act in the normal way, but it's not quite right. It's just a little off. And that's what you did. Try to replicate what you usually do. I have to find something to fight against. Some battle to stop. That's my natural behaviour. That is normal for me. I can't live a quiet life. I'm just not equipped for it. I don't want to be equipped for it. But that sort of thing doesn't work here. You want to be out there crusading, stopping injustice. You want to be the hero, but... To be the hero, you need there to be villains, and there aren't villains in the real world. There are just normal people making poor choices. So what do I do? I don't want to be trapped. I don't want to be in a cage. I want to be free. Running wild. I don't know. I can't give you an easy answer. I'm, I'm not sure there is one. But the way I see it, you have two choices. If the TARDIS really has stopped working for good, well, either you try to accept it, no. or you fight. You fight with every fibre in your being, like you usually do. Try harder to fix it. No, I mean, you do whatever you need to to make this new life work for you. There'll be something, I promise, a way through, and Liv and I will be here to help you while we find it. It'll get easier. It's a big lifestyle change, but you'll get used to it. We nearly are. You're just taking a little longer, that's all. That'll be hard. Most worthwhile things are. Let's just try to be normal for a while. And the first step in that will be going to see Liv tomorrow. Oh, Helen. It's what friends do. Visit them when they're unwell. I failed her. No, you didn't. And you know what? Even if you had, she'd forgive you. Just like me. All right. But there's one thing I'd like to do first. Now, is there anything we need to carry for you? Not really. I don't have many possessions. Um, I can easily manage the stuff I've got. Not while you're using crutches. At least maintain the pretense of having a contemporary healing process. But they're so annoying. I'm not designed to have four legs. Yes, you do look a little Salvador Dali. It's only until we get out and when you're in for physiotherapy. Oh, don't remind me. Well, let's not worry about that for now. I thought we might have a nice celebratory dinner when we get back. To welcome you home. The doctor never managed to finish making that ratatouille. Which might be a blessing. Uh, I, I'm not sure I can, actually. I might be booked, um, dinner-wise. Oh? Yeah. I'll uh, tell you the details later. Right. 
Doctor, I, I haven't heard anything more from Zakia. Are they all right, her and Aisha? Uh, they um, will be, I'm sure. The funeral's in a few days, and after that, well, who knows? Yeah, who does? I'm sorry you didn't catch the guy who did it. Yes. I mean, if you're interested in a mystery to solve, I saw one on the news this morning. Oh? Apparently, there's an aviary at the zoo outside for birds that are fine in this climate. Somebody cut a hole in it last night. Set them all free. Did they? Nobody's found out who it was. And as it's just around the corner from Baker Street... You know something, Liv? Maybe we should just let that one go. It doesn't grab you. Today, I think... I think I've had enough of mysteries for now. You have been listening to Doctor Who, Stranded, Wild Animals, written by John Dorney. The Doctor was played by Paul McGann, Livchenka, Nicola Walker, Helen Sinclair, Hattie Morahan, Tanya Bell, Rebecca Root, Sanjit, Raj Gatak, Treadwell, Robert Portal, Zakia Akhtar, Avita J, Aisha Akhtar, Armin Azia. Other roles played by members of the cast. Director, Ken Bentley. Producer, David Richardson. Sound design, Benji Clifford. Music, Jamie Robertson. Script editor, Matt Fitton. Executive producers, Nicholas Briggs and Jason Hay-Gallery. Hello, I'm David Richardson. I'm the producer of Stranded. Hello, I'm Ken Bentley and I'm the director of Stranded. Last time I was shot, I was able to just shrug it off. Last time? Do you get shot often? Depends. It's relative, isn't it? More than most people you've met. Less than a soldier, I don't know. About average, I guess. I see. One of the things we try to do as much as we can is take a moment to look at who we're working with and think about who we're working with and give them stories that we know they'll respond to and that will keep them engaged in, in what we're doing. Because we all do a lot of this, yeah. and so we've, we've got to keep, as much as we're trying to entertain listeners, we've also got to keep ourselves engaged in what we're doing and, and exploring all the possibilities, not get not get stuck in any um, single sci-fi rut. And everybody's different, and they all respond to different things, so it's good to be able to um, take this opportunity. And I think because we do four-story box sets with the eighth, I think we also buy ourselves the time to explore this sort of storytelling as well. I think when you're only doing a, a sort of a, a, a two-hour story or box sets that aren't connected... Um, you don't necessarily give yourself the, this sort of opportunity. Hello, I'm John Dorney and I wrote Wild Animals for Stranded. I thought we might have a nice celebratory dinner when we get back to welcome you home. The Doctor never managed to finish making that ratatouille. Which might be a blessing. Uh, I'm not sure I can, actually. It might be booked, dinner-wise. Oh? Yeah, I'll um, tell you the details later. Right. Lovely. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Stranded is a very deliberate change of direction. I think we were very keen to push in a slightly different direction. And the idea seemed just a very bold and exciting choice to do something new and unusual with the Eighth Doctor. I think having a large cast of recurring characters, a, a, a background of other people just gives it a very different tone. I think it's always very exciting seeing what new angles you can push Doctor Who into, what new shapes you can make it fit, and how far you can bend the format while still keeping it the same thing. And I think it's a surprising degree. I'm Paul McGann, Doctor number eight. Doctor, you're up early. A correction, I'm up late. I didn't go to bed. That sounds healthy. I've been too busy. Would you like a coffee? No, thank you. I don't need stimulants. Tea? Oh, yes, please. The contrast with whizzing round galaxies and being under their own steam and 
having adventures. Suddenly, the <laughs> to be stuck in a house, all having to share a space. There's a bit, you know, there's cabin fever. You know, some of it's got the flavour of I don't know, like a like they're a bunch of polar explorers or something, and they're stuck on a rock for a winter. I think uh, Doctor Who becomes Doctor Who by virtue of dropping the Doctor into it. I think you can take almost any situation, throw the Doctor in, and you will end up with something that is recognisably a Doctor Who story, no matter how uh, odd it is. My name is Nicola Walker, and I play Liv Chenka. This wasn't supposed to happen. Wasn't supposed to? This was our chance to be normal, live life like ordinary people, no-one dying. Don't we even get that? So you're used to getting shot, and you're used to people dying. You're never used to it. You know, you're you're sort of something akin to a, a band of um, followers of a superhero, and and that superhero has had his powers taken away. No cape, no no invisibility cloak. You know, it's all gone. I mean, of course, ultimately, it, it comes to find them. The world that they understand more comes to this planet. But in the time that it's not there. I think Liv misses it to a degree, but because she's got this, she's got this growing attraction happening in her personal life. I think she's maybe surprised at how little she misses it at this at this stage. I'm Hattie Morahan, and I play Dr. Helen Sinclair. Of course, eventually, well, they they have to start going. Well, what special skills can we have? What? How can we use our skills that have been thus far used for fighting evil forces across, you know, across the universe, to get a job or what special skills are transferable of the doctors and of course it's his brain and his knowledge so that has some interesting potential and making friends and yeah what you owe your fellow house inhabitants and fellow city dwellers it's um it's it's a really refreshing way of looking at the characters and the relationships i think i wanted to tell something that i termed a contemporary historical i had noticed something like about 20 years ago that when Doctor Who fans talk about Doctor Who stories, they largely break it into three categories. The historical, the pseudo-historical, and the science fiction story. And I just observed that I was a bit surprised that we never had a story which was set in the modern day, but with no science fiction, um, in the style of the historicals. Obviously, it's a bit tricky to do one set in the future with no science fiction, though something like, say, Enemy of the World veers that way. But there's definitely none set today, no sci-fi. And... And I kept thinking about doing something about that. I, this was in the days when it was towards the end of the New Adventures and the early days of BBC Books. And I thought, I should write something up. I should pitch something. And had a few vague ideas that, on a thumbnail level, were pretty much the same kind of story as I ended up telling. I, I, I think I always wanted to do a small crime and, and the moral implications of it. Uh, it was a very different crime than the one I originally came up with 20 years ago, but then I didn't get around to writing it. And for some reason, I, the idea of doing a contemporary historical was always there in the back of my head, but there was never really the right slot for it or the right time for it until Stranded came along, and it felt like it was the perfect moment to tell that story. And then it was just a question of finding what that story was. And we knew that Paul, Nicola and Hattie were in this for the long term, and we've got, got big plans for them continuing in this. But what we wanted to do was shake it up a little by bringing in other characters. So really thinking about it, I mean, we've probably, we have got four companions in Stranded, which yeah. uh, we set up in this first box set. And actually you could say there's more than that because there's a huge continuing recurring cast. So we're doing something here that we haven't done in Doctor Who before, in that you've got this massive ensemble cast who will recur through these stories and will approach the stories from different directions. Matt had started off the series by exploring and identifying who all the characters were and I was wanting to bring in a few of them and repeat them in my story and just explore those in some further detail and, and seeing how the Doctor's companions interact with their new friends and, and colleagues so putting them at odds with some and some of the others. We'd uh, talked at a very early stage about getting Liv into a relationship with the character of Tanya, as played by Rebecca Root, which again felt like it was something interesting to do as a new angle for the story. And uh, I was very pleased to start that off uh, to lead into Lisa's so we can see where that goes. No, no, I, I wouldn't want to impose. You've been 
Posting enough already as it is. You need time to yourselves. Soon then. We're going to get quite booked up at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> Bye then. Bye. What? <laughs> I think relationships as in romantic relationships are obviously quite a part of most people's lives so sooner or later it's got to happen in, in the story so bringing in some characters to facilitate that again felt like it, was, it would bring out new angles in the characters bring out new angles in, in Liv and Helen and the Doctor as well and certainly their relationships with ongoing recurring characters yeah, the relationships of the Doctor and, and Liv and Helen with ongoing recurring characters is not a relationship we get to see from them all that often. And, and ordinary people as well. Um, having how they relate to ordinary people is, again, something new to explore. It brings out new things in them. It brings out new things in the storytelling and new opportunities to, for stories to tell. My name is Raj Gatak and I play the meter reader. I play Sanjit. I play the paramedic. And I play a mugger. After that, I was kind of a troubleshooter. I don't even know what that is. M me and my friends, we'd find a place where something had gone wrong and we'd fix it. Really? That's brilliant. Then you can repair the till. What? It's been broken all day. Didn't get the chance to look at it. You know, sometimes I don't know why I like you. It's my bubbly personality. They're human, so they're real people. So it's about just channeling that really so in the case of the meter reader we've all had people who've come to read our meters so it's just wanting to make that accessible the role of Sanjit is an Asian news agent and again that's that's something that we're all very familiar with and he's very upbeat and friendly and so it's it's about humanizing them really and in a way not making them stand out I came to it wanting them to be the fabric of everyday society. Are you sure you're okay? I just want to go. Please! Liv, what happened? They'll send someone else for the meter. For the meter reader, he's very... He's just quite London. He's like, all right, cheeky chappy. Because that's what came to me as I read it. And it been the, the way it had been written had a certain lilt to it. Um, and with Sanjit... Again, I knew that I was going to be doing an Indian accent because I'd been asked to. So then it's just finding that naturally and modulating the pitch for each of them is part of the fun. Depending on what you're doing and how much of it you're saying can depend on how you allow them to sound. <laughs> it's been lovely to play with and, and write with and and. It's just um, a logistical nightmare for you, hasn't Absolute. <laughs> the, the words to describe this experience, we can't say in this <laughs> interview. Tell us how it broke down. By character. It was, I mean, it, it was un unlike any other schedule we've done, where you try to break the schedule down by mostly by story or episode. Um, this just had to break down by character. It was the only way to do it. So on each day of recording, we had a different set of characters in, which is, as anybody would tell you, not the ideal way of doing it. No. So we won't be doing it like that next time. <laughs> but we needed to do it to set up the story world and establish everybody and everybody's relationships. It had to be done. I understand that. But I have told Matt never to do it again. <laughs> I'm Avita J and I play Zakia. Hi, I'm Armin Azir and I play Aisha. A little bit out of practice with the whole cooking thing. Why? Did you mainly do takeaways? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I'll get ours. I'm sure it'll be delightful regardless. Very kind of you both. Oh, at least we could do. For getting me in with your cousin. Not a worry. I'm looking forward to having another friendly face around the place. And I'm looking forward to having you as a colleague. If our shifts ever match. Thankfully, we've been doing things chronologically, so in order of where all of our scenes come in the story which is good for our brains yeah <laughs> but also um, we're doing separately as well yeah yes yeah we we don't have um like everyone who's in each scene in the room recording because people are quite busy so so you know people have been reading in and maybe doing impressions of of the other characters which is quite fun <laughs> It is fun, actually, yeah. We can hear each other in between. Yeah. Hear people slurping tea. He, yes. <laughs> it's like a rep thing. It's like a repertory. 
company. That's you know almost what we've become. And you know, for different generations of actors, that used to be the kind of staple. That 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 was, or that was the common experience. You know, that's how you worked. You know, you were in groups, you were in companies. You you know, you, you and there were your there were your comrades. There were your, that was your company. You'd see these people a lot. You know, and so we're getting some kind of sense of that now doing this, and it's great. You know, meet a couple of times a year, two three times a year. You know, there we all are again. You know, we know this place. Um, we know each other, and it's you know it's good that, and we just get on with it, you know, don't we? We just turn the machine on, and let's just start doing it. Yeah, it's a great way to work. It's quite funny to see them navigating real life and real people. I think they do. I think Liv does really well, and Helen, they do really well actually. And the Doctor reveals himself for what what he is, you know, this genius, a walking brain that if it's not if he doesn't find ways to use it, it sort of backs up and starts starts to implode. But Liv and Helen seem to adapt rather well and enjoy this strange family. I mean, by the end of it, they're very connected to all of these people in this house. They live quite an isolated existence with the Doctor. They are a family, but they're a small one. And now this feels like, yeah, they're, you know, always connect, isn't it? That's what they say. And, and they are doing that. <laughs> 